In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues today, with Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Ladies, Motherhood Talk Radio is here to give you a powerful platform by giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio has interviews with best-selling authors, gurus of happiness, and women of interest who every single day make our world a better place for our families. Motherhood Talk Radio, powered by Motherhood Incorporated, is on the air now. Moms, this really is your show. Motherhood Talk Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Beck and I'm here with Christy Holly, and we have our segment producer, Rick Swanson. We are here for our Fit to Strip Challenge. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Actually, you know, this week some of us have done good, some of us have gone not so good, but at the end of the day, we're here to become fit to strip. That's down to our bathing suits, not down to anything um, less than that. that. Because actually, if we had put that up on the Internet, we would become an Internet porn site, and we don't want to become that. No, no. 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 And we don't want people to go, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) My eyes! My eyes! My eyes! I can't see! I can't see. Oh. Did you have a good week this week, Christy? Actually, I, I thought about lying, but I'm not a good liar, so no, I did not. I am not doing very good at this challenge. So, I'm, I don't know. I, don't, I keep making promises to myself, and I keep breaking them, and like the weeks just go by whether you do something or you don't, and I'm like, I'm wasting time not doing what I should be doing, and it's making me mad. Well, is it, I mean, are you, are you not working out? Are you not eating right? Are you? I'm not working out. I'm not, I feel like I'm doing other things. I'm, like, trying to get my house clean, trying to get everybody situated. And then when I'm ready to exercise, it's, like, you know, 8 o'clock at night, and I'm, like, well, that's, like, I don't want to get all sweaty, and I don't want to be all up from, you know, how you get all the energy it's after true. exercise. So it's, like, okay, I'll do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and something else comes up. So I haven't made it a priority like I know I should be, and I just, I I haven't done it. It's really hard, though. I mean, especially, like, with summertime and the kids are home, and and I'm tired. It's like if I, you know, because I fool myself in the morning. Like, this morning I didn't go to my martial arts class at 9 o'clock, and, you know, I was laying in bed. And, yes, I could have grabbed my kids, and then we had our uh, friend's daughter staying with us this morning who was 2. So I'm thinking, okay, I got up. I actually got dressed in my workout wear. Yeah. Well, I do that every day. I, <laughs> I do that every day. I just did not leave the bedroom <laughs> because the kids came in, they piled in bed, and we were all sitting there watching TV, having a grand old time. And, uh, you know, and before I knew it, it was time to go to work. It was time to get going. And, you know, we go every which way we can, and then the day's gone. That's the same thing that happens to me. And then it's. You know, and then I'm so upset with myself because I haven't done what I said I was going to do. And then now I've, like, said I was going to do this to a whole bunch of people. And I feel like I am just ashamed of myself. 
Well, you know, I don't think, you know, we're, we're, it's shame talk radio. <laughs> no, I'm like, ah. No, it's just, it's, you know, the thing is, is we didn't get out of shape. And mind you, we're not ginormous, but we didn't get out of shape because we were working out and because we were eating right. I mean, there are things that happen to us that make it harder, but I don't feel like I've risen to the challenge. I, I haven't, and, I, and I'm like, I'm mad at myself because we have like all this help now, you know, know and we're now letting Rona down. I know, you know, how many times have I said like, oh, if I had a trainer, oh, if I had a nutritionist, oh, you know, and, <laughs> and I we do. do, and my Lord, like nothing is <laughs> like, it's not helping. No, you know, it's like my lifestyle hasn't changed, so I can't expect, you know, to have any great results. You know, that's unfortunately for me, fortunate, you know. Well, and see, and my thing is that I found that, you know, I had great results, but for all the wrong reasons. Oh, well, I don't care. Take them. <laughs> I would take it. Just take it and run. No, I mean, because, you know, it's like my thing. It's like, you know, I do have my set workouts. I mean, I did go to the gym. Like, I worked out for an hour and a half on Sunday. You know, I went to my Krav class last week. And, you know, I've been I've been doing good, like, the physical aspect and, um, but that, you know, like two weeks ago or three weeks ago, I was so excited because, you know, I bought that, that vegetable platter and I'm like, yep. ooh, I'm going to eat that vegetable <laughs> platter. It's still in there. Oh. I haven't even cracked the seal. Well, I was, I ate vegetables. I bought a bag of vegetables from Sam's Club. They had, I was so excited because they had a mixture of broccoli, cauliflower, and carrots, which they don't have that at Costco. So I was like, I thought I had a, a big find there. Yeah. And I put it out, and the kids were actually eating it. Thinking, they were. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's good. I mean, I've been eating fruits and stuff, but, and I, and I threw some cake away that I had frozen in my freezer, and I had a bunch of frosting left over from my party. I threw all that out because I am one that will get into that and, sure. and eat it, all sugar and fat. I'll eat it. Right. I know exactly what it is. So I like got rid of all that. So that temptation is gone. But still, it's like I need to do the exercise for it to, to work. See, and I got the exercise down, but the, the nutrition thing, it's like, you know, uh, uh, Friday was Max's seventh birthday. And so, you know, Rick and I went and took him, well, we tried to take him bowling, but that didn't happen. But what <laughs> happened at bowling was I ordered a large pizza. <laughs> it was delicious. It was so good. Anybody who's at Santa Clarita Lane's looking for Vincenzo's pizza, it rocks. But the problem is, is that, you know, Zachy, who's three, ate a little piece. Max ate a little piece. I think Ricky ate one. I ate one. It's been in my refrigerator and breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, yeah, laying there. It was laying there. We're actually right on top of the vegetable tray. <laughs> it was. It's like a desperate girlfriend in there going, please pay attention to me. But um, but the other problem, like, so nutrition-wise, I didn't do so good this week. And um, But I didn't gain any weight. You know, I had lost, like, like, four pounds, whatever, so far. But I didn't gain any weight. But the, where I've really fallen down on the job is the caffeine. Hmm. You know, because I did really good. I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna, um, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna cut out the caffeine. And I, you know, didn't go to Costco. I didn't buy my Diet Cokes. I wasn't going to Jack in the Box. My friend Javier really misses me because he's used to seeing me every morning. And, um, but then like Saturday, I was eating, uh, sushi with a girlfriend and I just, I fell off the wagon. I bet you I had eight. They were so good. It was the fountain kind with the ice, and it was all foamy and frothy. And you must have been there for a while to drink eight Diet Cokes. 
Oh, I was there. Well, I like I, you know, I texted Rick. I I, I ate a whole school of squid. I mean, all these baby <laughs> squid, and I'm like, they're swimming around in my tummy. <laughs> but it was so delicious, and it was like hot, and you know, and I had been um, out busy day shopping for shoes <laughs> that morning, so I was thirsty, and I was like, there was water right there, but you know what? And then, boy, after pounding those eight diet cokes, I was flying. I don't think I slept till Sunday. <laughs> So, yeah, my Diet Coke, man, was off the chart. So, let's see. Hey, Rick, are you with us? Yes, I am. Yes, you are. So, stupid. quiet. He is. Well, you know, because stupid Diet Guy is going to be in the hot seat today. Ah. Yeah. Well, the the volume I can't help, but I'm on a cell phone today, so. You have to talk really manly loud. (laughs) Manly? I'm not talking manly loud? No. No. No, it's kind of emo, actually. Wow. That's like the first time I've been... Well, it is 100 degrees out, and you're sitting in the office with a scarf on, so I don't know. Talk louder. Okay, okay. (laughs) Okay, so. Uh, Yes. What do you have for us this week, stupid diet guy? Well, I was looking through um, some various diets, and I came across this one, and the title was not four and not six, but it's the five-bite diet. Five bites. Five bites. And then and it says you basically you can take five bites of basically of anything you want, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but you can't drink anything with calories. Mm. But then I, was, I told Sandra that. She's like, well, <laughs> how big is a bite? <laughs> That's what I thought. That's what I want to know. Like, I, I thought I could probably eat a whole stick of butter in one bite. Ew! <laughs> oh, that's horrible. <laughs> well, well, it's one bite. It's, it's one, one bite, bite of anything, Wait, technically. Wait, have you, have you ever eaten sticks of butter? No, but I'm just saying I could. I mean, you look at the size of it, and you figure, well, you packed it in, like, around <laughs> your teeth and just... Yeah, <laughs> shoved it in there. You can shove a bunch of stuff in there and then spit it out and cut it up and eat it. I mean, is that five bites? What is a bite? I don't know. That's, that's all it really says. And it says, apparently, this guy is Dr. Lewis, and he claims that if you follow this, oh, and you have to take one multivitamin a day with this. Oh, well, that's good. So, and the multivitamin doesn't count as a bite? No, that's, that's in addition to. So, essentially, you get 15 bites of food in a calendar day. Right. Assuming breakfast, plus, lunch, and dinner. Plus, it says, get a bit quote, unquote, a bit of protein a day on average. So I don't even know what a bit of protein is. A bit of protein. Hmm. Mm, I could bite you in the arm and see. <laughs> you know, it's a bit of protein. Uh, how about not? <laughs> okay. Yeah, but All he right. claims that with the whole theory, I guess, the reasoning behind it is that after three days of doing this, you won't be hungry. Your body, I guess, essentially resets itself so it sees itself as full like a lot sooner. Hmm. So you have to stay isolated for three days so you don't, like, you know, Attack whatever walks in the door, right? right. At least I exactly. would be isolated because three days is a long time to be starving. Yeah. Right. I'm just wondering if I could eat a whole Snickers bar in one bite. You <laughs> Maybe not the probably big one. Probably good. Probably good. Just a little one. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I hope for the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, there, if you could see me on the radio, we might be... <laughs> We might be have something to talk about. Wouldn't that be really hard to explain and like just totally demotivating if you gained weight on your five bite diet because 
you're eating five bites of Snickers, five bites of butter. Oh, I can do it. I, I could gain weight on a five-bite diet. I, I'm up for the challenge. <laughs> okay, we got the plan for this week. How much weight can you gain eating six bites of food? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, you guys, we are here at Motherhood Talk Radio. This is the Fit to Strip Challenge. I am here with my lovely co-host, Christy Holly, our segment producer, Rick Swanson. We will be welcoming Rona, the <laughs> diet trainer nutritionist that we kind of are not listening to at this point, but we're going we're gonna to work on that. Uh, when we come back from break, we're going to talk about caffeine. Stupid Diet Guy is going to have some more great stupid diet ideas for us, and we will catch you after the break. Mom, here's your show, Motherhood Talk Radio. Giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. This is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after these. Girlfriended is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. What's your story? Are you living it? Well, you could be. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Her passion is helping others discover, create, and live their personal brands. Yep, you heard me. You have a brand. No different than Coke, Pepsi, or Nike. You are a walking, talking, living, breathing brand. You're not a logo. You're not a tagline. The choices you make become the path you take. This is your brand. Now, live your story. Your brand is not just what you say it is. It's also what others say it is. So what are you communicating? And how can you create an authentic brand? We'll take on these challenges with What's Your Story? Every week, Hillary will feature teens, moms, and organizations that are learning and living their story. Now, her passion is to help others discover, create, and live their personal brands. To find out more, go to inspiredbyfamily.com. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, motherhoodtalkradio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Mamas, we are here at Motherhood Talk Radio. My name is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with my co-host, Christy Holly. 
Hello. And we have segment producer Rick Bronson. Um, <laughs> yes. Who? Who do we have? Who do Who we am have? I? I just burned a couple calories doing that. <laughs> uh, we have segment producer Rick Swanson joining us today along with our diet, fitness, nutritionist expert, Rona Brennan. Hey, Rona. Hey, how's it going? Good. Well, I already hey. what was going <laughs> So we've got a couple. Um, we've got a couple more diets for um, Ricky to go through. Ricky, you got some more stupid diet ideas? Well, it's not. It's not per se stupid diet ideas. It's just a couple of questions that I kind of have to segue in with Rona. You know, we've talked before about my addiction to caffeine, which I'm trying, and I have curbed quite a bit. But I've been looking at all these Yay. articles, and there's like this. Thank you for that. You know, there's these... We got you back, baby. Thank you, thank you. There's these articles, you know, there's a lot of debate going on, like, is it so bad in and of itself, or is it okay in moderation and kind of like, what is too much? Well, I'm too much. (laughs) It was too much. You know, and you're right, everything in moderation. There are actually some benefits of caffeine, and, you know, I talk about that, but too much, then Uh it's going to have negative health effects. Was your caffeine is mostly with the energy drinks, Rick, or was it, or is it a combination of that plus sodas? Yeah, I've really not been doing much with the energy drinks. It's mainly with the the diet cokes and then the coffee. Okay, because you know the safe limit, you know, and you can always find out how much is in you know a product by contacting the manufacturer, or whatever. But like right. coffee, you know, if you just like say brew your own coffee, you can have it varies, but say about a hundred milligrams of caffeine. And they right. say, like the American Heart Association says, limit your caffeine to about one to two cups of coffee a day, which would be about 200 milligrams a day. Mm-hmm. Because more than that, and now you can have some negative effects on your heart. You know, even at young age, I don't know if you've you know, seen these studies on um, kids in elementary school and, and young kids that are drinking these energy drinks. Some of them have had actual heart attacks. Some have had seizures. Right, right. Yeah, of all the stimulants, Yeah. So, you know, one to two, you know, cups of coffee, which is about 200 milligrams. If you go to Starbucks, some of their drinks are good, you know, 16-ounce cups. Some of them are up to 300-plus milligrams. Um, sodas are usually around 50, depending on the soda. And the energy drinks, again, depends, you know, 80 to a, over 100. So, you know, you I, want to, you know, look and see how much are you drinking and, and just keep it to a minimum because it does, you know, if you're talking about, like, working out, you know, research has actually shown that it helps your exercise performance. A lot of athletes, you know, use it. Right, um, right. Or, you know, it's a stimulant to the nervous system, so it makes us, you know, awake and whatnot. Um, and it helps us with our, our, our tasks that we're doing. It actually has been shown to decrease risk of type 2 diabetes. You know, really? but again, again, you want to keep it, you know, in moderation is the thing because too much now you can increase your blood pressure, you can cause irregular heartbeats. It actually um, leaches calcium from your bones. When right, taken- right. Yeah. So- oh, my God, I'm going to be brittle by the time. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. I have a question. So is, and this is going to sound probably dumb, but is the caffeine that's in the monster drinks and the caffeine that's in coffee and the caffeine that's in tea and the, and the caffeine that's in chocolate, is it the same? Like, I don't think that's a dumb question. I mean, yeah, it's a great question, yeah. No, I mean, thank you. Yeah, the 
It, and actually, they're still doing research on this because there's a lot of health effects of having tea and like green tea, but even black teas. And, um, you know, so, and there's even research on decaf coffees, but there's still some benefit um, with like, say, lowering type 2 uh, risk for type 2 diabetes. So they think it's actually not so much the caffeine, maybe as perhaps other compounds in the coffee and tea like antioxidants, but the caffeine is the caffeine, but it, the difference in those products you were just mentioning, Christy, are mm-hmm. is amount, you know, the amount. The amount in tea is like infinitesimal. I think it's like 30, 40 milligrams of caffeine, but like I said, in, in some in colas and, in, in, you know, Starbucks, in energy drinks, you can just get more and more, you know, so, but it's the same. It's the same. So when you say limit it to 200 milligrams, are you, so that's like including tea and chocolate, so you should just pick one? Well, you've got to kind of, you know how much is in it. You know, how much is in the, in the chocolate bar, you know? Um, you know, that I don't know. You'd have to, you know, you can look these things up. Hey, Rick, there's a, cho- <laughs> there's a chocolate bar on my desk there in the pencil cup, a Hershey I, I, bar. I, it's not listed on the label. <laughs> no. Well, you know that I looked at my Diet Coke can <clears throat> since we're on the show here, and the di- 12-ounce Diet Coke has 46 milligrams of Diet Coke. So that means I could technically have four a day and still be in the caffeine limit. But then you have to worry about... There's another thing, the caffeination. Not the caffeination. Carbonation, sorry. Caffeination. And you know the negative health effects of the artificial sweeteners. Right. Right. Um, yes, um the um there's a lot of phosphorus in soda. And that, you know, over time what they've shown the research has shown is that again it's it's gonna lower your uh, calcium, it leaches calcium from your bones. So that on top of getting not getting enough calcium probably because most Americans are deficient, you know, this is gonna raise your risk of osteoporosis later in life, you know. So I mean I don't know, it all boils down because we're like we're not thinking later, you know. Twenty, thirty years from now, we're not thinking what is this all gonna cause? We're thinking now. You know, and you know, people like someone like me, because I'm, of course, a nut job about this, but, you know, I, you know, everything in moderation, of course, I do my little cheating, but on the most part, I'm like, I don't want that. I don't want that in my body, because day after day, you know, month after month, year after year, it's it's going to play its toll, and, you know, I you want to, gra- you know, age gracefully, you want to feel good, you know, and you, so it's kind of a, a decision for later. You know. All right, Christy is kissing the Diet Coke can. <laughs> We're waving goodbye. <laughs> but it's true. We don't want to, like, you know, be, like, you know, playing with our grandchildren someday and, like, kick a soccer ball and, like, shatter into a million pieces because we've leached all the calcium out of our bones. I mean, it's – but it's it's hard. It's hard to focus on, like, I can't even think about what I'm going to wear today or wear tomorrow or wear tonight, much less – try to, like, worry about the future, but it's, it comes upon us quick. But, yeah, but you know what? Yeah, when it becomes part of your lifestyle, it's not, like, I don't worry about it. Well, you know, I worry about it. But <laughs> I don't worry about it like, okay, I, I got Liar, liar, liar. Well, no, you know, I'm, well, I'm a worry war, so I worry. <laughs> but, you know, but I don't, but it's still part of my lifestyle and so automatic that it, it's not a matter of that. I don't have things in my house that I have to go, oh, should I, should I, should I not? You know, it's not, you know, it's more automatic for me, you know, because it's become a habit. And, you know, it's kind of like the cigarettes, you know, if you smoke and then, you know, you stop smoking, it's, it's not a choice anymore. You don't have them in your house. You know, that's it. Of course, it's not so simple, but, you know, 
um, you know, it, once it becomes more of a lifestyle, more of a habit, then I think it's, you, you don't worry, you don't have to plan so much, you know. Well, it's not such a huge, because it's been a huge, I'll be honest with you, this Fit to Strip Challenge has been a huge monumental effort for me. I've, like, tried to rearrange my schedule, rearrange my childcare, rearrange my shopping, you know, and, and the, you know, I've, I've done pretty good, I think, on most of those things without, you know, you know, becoming a lunatic, but the Diet Coke thing, I, I don't know. Is there, you think there's something addictive in there? Well, you know, who knows? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but um, what I have read is that the diet drinks fool your brain because you're drinking something sweet, but you're not getting the calories, and so it fools your brain into thinking that, you know, you have not gotten some nutrition, and so you actually, they find that people that drink the diet sodas, you know, eat more. They gain more weight. So, yeah. (laughs) Well, see, and I was wondering if, like, you know, because, and again, this is, you know, share your psychology with everyone who's out there listening, but there's part of me that goes, like, if I have a Diet Coke, like, oh, you know what, I could have that cookie because it's a wash. It's like, you know, if I had a sugar soda with my meal, then that would be like, you know, 120 calories. Well, a cookie's about 120 calories. So, you know, I would, it's not like I'm really saving anything by drinking the Diet Coke. Yeah, see, now you're making, like, deals with yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You kidding? I have to make a deal with myself to get out of bed in the morning. (laughs) But, well, how about, you know, you want the cookie. How about get some health food cookies? You know, get some, you know, either buy or make, you know, oatmeal raisin. You know, make it healthy. You know, make make the compromises. You know, have the sweet, but make it a healthier version of a cookie. I could try. It's just, I mean, let's be honest here. Healthy is just not that much fun. Okay, but wait. I will be honest because, see, to me, healthy is fun because I've been doing this for so long. It is, it, it is, I've Okay, I went to the farmer's market on Sunday. I could not wait to come home and make this huge salad with all this fresh vegetables. It's the best thing to me. But, again, this is, brings up bringing your kids up in this environment because I was brought up like this and I've been eating like this since I was a kid. This is normal and fun to me. You know what I mean? And I, I stress it not to, you know, just pat myself on the back, but it's so important. <laughs> go ahead. But go ahead. We're we'll pelting you like with this. carrots and onions and potatoes soon. No, but that's what they're going to you know, want, that's what they are going to learn, and it is going to be, you know, I don't crave, like, hamburgers and, you know, snicker bars and things like that. (laughs) I've done this for so long, and this is what's normal. It's so much harder to change habits than, you know. It's true. I I have to say, like, whenever I do, like, try to do healthy, healthy stuff, and I go to the market, I buy all this stuff with all this, like, gung-ho you know, my mentality is just like, oh, I'm going to get all, you know, have all good stuff. And then I get home and it's like, oh, well, I don't know what to make or I don't, I have all this stuff in it and a lot of times it goes bad. Right. And then I were wasting money and then to I'm be healthy. wasting money and it's cost me so much money. But that's what happens. It's like buy all the stuff and then it's like, okay, well, what recipe or, oh, okay, you know, this will be good for me. But my kids won't, a lot of times they won't eat some of the stuff that I make you know, because they either don't like it, it's spicy, it's it's crazy. So well, you I know just, what they have, you know, the cookbooks or that a Cooking Light magazine, you know, they have all really good recipes. and, and I get Cooking Light magazine. I just don't oh, cook light. But, <laughs> but well, listen, you guys, I hate to cut you off. This is Sandra Beck at Motherhood Talk Radio. I'm here with Christy Holly, Rick Swanson, Rona Brennan. We are having the great health debate. 
And after the break, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about some of Christie's things. We're going to talk about Cooking Light Magazine, and we're going to see what stupid Diet Guy has to bring. your show, Motherhood Talk Radio, giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. This is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after these. No more mommy madness. This Sanity Hour is the antidote. It's the Sanity Hour with Ann Dunnewald. Monday evenings at 6, 7 central. Part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. Join Ann as she guides parents through issues that arise from simply living in our current high-energy, high-pressure culture of perfection and achievement. Moms and dads are bombarded daily. Sign up for this, buy that, enrich your child's life, enhance your child's development, worry about this danger, provide this experience. Ann Dunnewald, Ph.D., is here to help. She's a licensed psychologist and independent practice in Dallas, specializing in women's mental health issues. And her mission here is to help women sort out the guilt and anxiety of the unrealistic demands of motherhood on a daily basis. For more information on her and her books, go to AnnDunnewald.com. That's A-N-N-D-U-N-N-E-W-O-L-D.com. Arming women against the pressures of modern motherhood. Here to give moms balance and expectations. Cutting themselves some slack. It's the Sanity Hour with Ann Dunnewald. Monday evenings at 6, 7 Central. Part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. Let's chat it up with Bloom Talk with Barb Scala on Toginet. Thursday afternoons at 3 Eastern, 2 Central. And find out how women are growing, blossoming, and blooming in their friendships and careers, health, and so much more. It's Bloom Talk with Barb Scala. Check out our website, bloomwithbarb.com. Whether you want to transplant your life or just do a little pruning, Bloom Talk will inspire you to cultivate the lifestyle you want to live. Join lifestyle coach and co-author of Sanity Savers, Barb Scala, each week on Bloom Talk and sprout your dreams. Grow your life. I hear a lot from women. I want meaning in my life. I want a fulfilling life. I want to do something that's exciting. and I can control my life instead of my life controlling me. I can tell the world this is who I am and, and this is what I'm all about. Barb will introduce you to dynamic guests and real women who are redesigning, re- building and reinventing their own lives and bloomstorm how you can dream create and grow the lifestyle you want to live it's bloom talk with barb scala thursday afternoons at three eastern two central on toginet.com welcome back to motherhood talk radio the most powerful voice in women's issues for more information check out the website motherhoodtalkradio.com now let's get back to the show with your hosts sandra back and christy holly This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly. We have diet and uh, nutritionist expert. <laughs> I forget it. Rona Britton and Rick Swanson, our segment producer. We are talking about health and fitness and how hard it's been um, for us for different reasons. Oh, Christy just held up a big sign that said diabetes. <laughs> you think you're trying to scare me? Um, but uh, it is hard. It's a very hard thing. And, Christy, you were, uh, when we had to go to break, I cut you off. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember what we were talking about? No. Okay. Well, I'm going to bring stupid guy on, uh, stupid diet guy. I know. Forget it. I'm just going to just, <laughs> just uh, what, what does stupid diet guy have to say? Yeah. Well, I'm, 
I want to, um, before we bring on Stupid Diet Guy and his sauna expertise, um, there's an extremely stupid fad diet number six, which I found on justaguything.com, which is really a funny site if you want to check it out. If you like um, stupid guys, and we, of course, love Stupid Diet Guy, there's extremely stupid fad diet number six, which is the sex diet. And it says a lot of sex eight times a week on average. Nice. I mean, uh, you know, on. well, they say, like, you burn about 200 calories in a 30-minute sex session. <laughs> I would like the partner that lasts 30 minutes. Wait, how many, how many calories do you burn? How many calories? 200. For the girl or for the boy? <laughs> that all depends. I'd argue oh. that point. Well... <laughs> what does it say? <laughs> well, it says uh, it says you know since the um, well it says this fat chick. Sorry, I'm sorry. Big girl, <gasps> big girl, oh. big girl. Yeah, we say big girl. And her husband eight times a week. Technically, it's not a diet as there are no set foods to eat. But but Carrie claims, um, and this is not our Carrie. <laughs> just to be clear here, clear um, that it's um, the diet encourages better nutrition because you're naked, which you know, yeah, for sure. For sure. And then you burn about 200 calories in a 30-minute sex session. Then it says you can also target problem areas by turning basic exercises into foreplay. <laughs> she cites the love squad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, it is how many times a week? Eight times? Eight. Why couldn't you just make it like seven so it's like once a, once a day? That's well, making it confusing. It. So you got to find out which day you're going to do it twice. Sunday. Sunday? You just... <laughs> you sound like that in the all-knowing voice. Well, yeah, it's a Sunday. day of rest. Well, that makes no sense. You do it Saturday. <laughs> That's the Lord's Day. You can't do it twice. You know. Well, I mean, he's the great creator. I mean, he, he, you true. Know, he gave us this for pleasure, right? Right. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Okay. okay. Then. <laughs> All right. Well, that was my okay. That was my contribution. Stupid guy, guy. Please tell us about saunas, will you? Okay. Well, well, sure. <laughs> so I got the green light to talk. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not an expert in saunas. I just we were going to talk about it because I'd read a lot of stuff, and it, everybody's arguing. They're like, "Yeah, you sweat, so yep. you're just losing water weight." But however, like it seems to me that like your heart rate does increase. And then, therefore, you think your metabolism is working harder. So, Rona, do you think it's possible that you're burning anything at all? Well, you're sitting still. <laughs> Assuming, yes. You know. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I don't know. I'd have to look this up. But basically, when you lose water weight, I mean, that's not fat weight, right? So right, no. All you're going to do, you know, you might lose, you know, if you go to the gym and you work out for an hour and you sweat a bunch, you know, you might lose a pound or so, um, or a half a pound, depends on the person, but that's water weight, and it would be the same thing if you're sitting in a sauna, if you sweat out a bunch of water, that's just going to be water weight, which is, you know, really doesn't count, you know? Right. Talking about getting rid of, you know, the, the fat cells. But, um, you know, sweating, I mean, outside of having, making sure you don't have any health conditions that would contraindicate sitting in a sauna, but sweating, you know, of course, gets rid of your toxins, which is nice and healthy, but that's not really a way to lose weight because, again, water weight, you'll lose in the beginning, like so many diets, you know, you'll lose some water in the first week or two, but then you, you know, that, that kind of ends. So that's not really. Yeah, but when you're in the sauna and you look around and you see these guys just with, like, acne and, like, oh. back hair and yeah. they're all 
sticky and the hair is all swirly. I mean, that's like an appetite suppressant. <laughs> well, you see a lot of big guys in the sauna for some reason. Like, they think it's just going to, like, magically make it all go away. <laughs> well, sometimes I like to sit in the hot car and try to, and try to sweat some weight off. In your, in your suit? <laughs> How about in your sauna suit? Yes, I, don't, I didn't purchase one yet. How about exercise and sweat, sweat it out? That's good. That that would be nice, but <laughs> dragging my three kids to exercise is is not an easy thing to do. Yeah, right. So, but you, you know, know, like a lot ahead. of the boxers. Sorry to cut you off. Sorry, but uh, a lot of like the fighters. I mean, they're the main ones that use the sauna to like lose like ten or fifteen pounds. And you'll see some of those guys like shadow boxing in like full on sweatsuits. You know, in oh, the they're sauna. Just, they're just yeah, they're just trying to With lose. Well, you know what? A lot of like wrestlers, boxers, they have to lose a bunch right. of weight right before the competition to make right. their weight, you know, to get in that certain weight class. So they that is water weight that they're trying to do. And that, by the way, is very unhealthy. I mean, right, because then they don't want to drink a lot afterward to replenish it so that they try to stay, you know, where they lost. But then they're yeah, no, dehydrated. But, yeah, that's, that's yeah. actually very um, unhealthy for the heart. I mean, there's been studies that show, you know, major health problems with, with athletes that do that. Well, with anybody, I mean, you—it's like when a kid, like a baby, throws up for a couple of days. You take it to the emergency room to get it rehydrated. I mean, we, we're ninety-eight percent water. We need water, so you know, to get into you know a sauna suit or your SUV <laughs> <laughs> to try to lose you water weight—you got to do some time, <laughs> and that's kind of cheating. Yeah. So you know what's going to happen because we're having our weekly weigh-ins. You know, your Tuesday morning, everybody's supposed to weigh in for Rona on Tuesday morning. Cut to <laughs> Christy and I will be laying out in the desert <laughs> going to, please, God, please send a crow to pick out my bones because I probably weigh 30 pounds. I know. So you guys have been weighing, uh, religiously writing it down? Yes. Now, have you, have either of you guys had your, like, say, cholesterol checked or any of your, like, lipid levels? Just, just wondering because that could be something that's a little motivating. No, no, Rick. Because, you know. A couple, like a couple of years back, like two years ago. <laughs> no, I mean, really, we're all at the age we should have it done every year because, you know, looking at your triglycerides, your cholesterol, you know, your good and bad cholesterol in your blood, that, that might be a little motivating to, you know, to see what those numbers are. Right, because that's like what's going blood. on on the inside. Failed cholesterol. Yeah. <laughs> walking time bombs. Maybe you should make it a goal for you guys and have that done shortly. Okay, That's, I, that, I'm gonna, I will do that. Well, but it's the breaking the habits. I think Rona, you're so right on, and I know we tease you unmercifully, and then we don't listen to you, which has got to make us really frustrating to train. Um, but we did put together, Rona. We did put our money in the bucket. Yes. Like we have our a clear glass bucket with our money in it, and that we're going to put money in each week. Do you want to um, share with our audience today what you've asked us to do? Yeah, you know, it, it's basically like a mini weight loss challenge, what you're doing. And weight loss challenges are getting really big actually across the country. Um, people are doing it in, in where they work, um, you know, corporate fitness programs, but people doing it just in, like, neighborhood-type things. But actually there's been research that shows that money, like, a, it, it, you know, money motivates people to lose weight. So if you know that, you know, every week you're putting in money um, and whoever loses the most weight will get, you know, what's in the pot, we call it, you know, it's... It, been shown to motivate people to do what they need to do to lose weight, eat better, exercise, whatnot. So what I had um, you guys do is, you know, get a little pocket calendar out 
and put a start date, pick a date and stick to it of when you're going to weigh yourself. And I would say maybe, you know, at the beginning, just to get the, you know, the pot started, maybe put, say, 20 or $25 in for commitment, you know, so you're committed to it. You put it in, and then each week you weigh yourself. And if you gain weight that week, then you have to put in, you know, make up a number, say we did $5. You put in $5 if you gained weight. If you lose weight, you do nothing. Um, and if you don't record your weight, then you have to put in $5. And then at the end of maybe, you know, pick a, a time frame, usually three months is a good uh, time frame, see who lost the most weight. And whoever lost the most weight gets the money. It was like gambling. I was. Well, Gambling with our health. <laughs> but really, you know, it, it, the studies do show that it, the money, you know, motivates people. So, I don't know, it, it's something, you know. But it's, you know, actually there's been a lot of research done, too, on, on um, getting community support, you know, doing, you know, going once a week, getting weighed. Um, another thing you guys might want to do, which the research shows is pretty um, good, too, is um, actually the American Heart Association just posted something um, recently that, People that wrote down the food that they ate every day, in other words, they're monitoring what they eat, lost twice as much weight as those who didn't. So, like, every time you eat something, you know, write it down, you drink something, write it down, that just the act of writing it down changes, you know, your habits. So, um, you know, getting that calendar, maybe every time you eat something, you know, write it down that day in your little calendar, what you wrote, uh, what you ate, and then, like I said, at the one day a week, you know, write down um, what you weighed. You know, and set, set goals. Setting goals also it's um, been shown, too, that the people that set goals are more likely to adhere to the programs than those who don't. But setting goals that are realistic, like you say, I want to lose one pound this week, that's your goal. You know, write that down in your calendar. And maybe every day write down what you're going to do to get to that goal. You know, I'm going to exercise, you know, whatever it is, 10 minutes today, if that's all you can do. I'm going to eat vegetables and fruit at every meal. You know, I'm going to eat exercise three times this week. Whatever it is, but people who write down goals, I mean, even in the business world, you know, they say that if you write down your goals, you're more apt to meet those goals and succeed. So a couple little things you might want to try. Okay. We can do it. Yes, we can do it. It is. It's changing our lifestyle. It's changing our choices. It's changing our routine. A lot of change. A lot of change. Change is not always easy either, you know. Rona, I have a question for you. How is it so easy for you to just, like, I am having trouble just making something just healthy in my kitchen. How do you just, like, know what to eat? Are you... I just love you, Christy, because you come up with these questions 30 seconds before we have to go to a commercial break. My name is Sandra Beck. Here's Christy Holly, who only comes up with a question before a commercial break. We'll give you some time to think about it. We're here with Rhoda Brennan, and then she can forget about it while we're on break. And Rick Swanson, our segment producer, this is the Fit to Strip Challenge. need help. You need a lot of help. We're going to go to commercial break, and hopefully we'll figure it out by the time we get back. You shouldn't give me a cue. I'm sorry. You could look at the screen. (laughs) Mom, here's... 
here's your show, Motherhood Talk Radio, giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. This is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after these. Combine snide and remark, and you've got snark. Combine Lisa Mena and Valia Alvarez on Monday nights, and you've got deep dish snark. Monday nights at 9, 8 Central, part of the Her Insight Network. When you've had enough at work or at home, and you're ready to laugh, join Lisa and Value for their no BS look at the world and the people in it. They'll be serving up a no-holds-barred take on pop culture, current events, entertainment, and family matters, with segments like Accidentally Helpful, TV is Now My Hobby, and Who Sucks This Week? Deep Dish Snark delivers something for every girl who enjoys life with a dash of sarcasm. Lisa Manna is a former TV news anchor turned stay-at-home mom. She's making sure if anyone screws up her kids, it's her. Valia Alvarez suffers life as a jack-of-all-trades, mistress of none, by juggling a PR career, marriage, motherhood, and more. Don't miss Deep Dish Snark with Lisa Manna and Valia Alvarez. Monday nights at 9, 8 Central. Part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, motherhoodtalkradio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Back and Christy Holly. You do it. No, you do it. You do it. I can't. You do it. I can't. You have to. I can't. You can. You You just do it real fast. I'll do it next time. Okay. You said that the last time, though. I know. This is Sandra Beck. I'm here on Motherhood Talk Radio. I'm here with my lovely co-host, who refuses to open any segment, Christy Holly. That's right. And we have segment producer Rick Swanson here today, and our lovely diet, fitness, and nutrition coach, Rona Brennan. You have a question, Christy. Your question or comment, please. <laughs> I know. Well, I was just wondering how you... Uh, how you prepare yourself to eat healthy all the time when when there's so many different choices out there. How do you make it? It just sounds so easy when you talk about it. And well, I want to know, like, how to do it because sometimes making a smoothie is just, like, not easy for me. So tell me. Yeah, you're probably going to think I'm boring, though, because, I, you know, the way I eat, you know, it's it's probably it's redundant, maybe a little bit. I don't know. Um, but, you know, I have various brec- different, say let's just take breakfast. You know, I don't always make a smoothie. You know, sometimes I feel like cereal and fruit in the morning, you know, or a whole grain waffle or oatmeal or, you know, I just, you know, choose something, whatever I feel like. Um, but, I, you know, 
I don't know. Like I said, I have, I guess, a limited menu. Lunch is always pretty much the same. I make a big old salad. And maybe, mm-hmm. I'll, you know, I'll add some, maybe a little pasta from the night before, some rice, whatever I made, chicken or, you know, but it's, so it's, you know, pretty much a no-brainer for that because that's my lunch. And dinner is pretty much, the, you know, the same way. So like I said, it's probably boring. But I really do eat, you know, mostly fruits, vegetables, and, you know, some whole grains, nuts and seeds, you know, for snacks and, but, you know, how do you know the normal, pro- usually, you know, how about, you know, maybe we can, on another segment, another show, is like, let's look at what your typical meals are and then make, maybe make some healthier suggestions for, you know, let's, what about this, what about that? Um, you know, like I said, I, I really do like the cooking life because they take recipes that we've all used and make them, you know, healthier. You know, um, healthier versions, lower fat, you know, you, incorporating olive oil, uh, you know, things like that. Um, so for me, it's not much, I don't really think, because it's pretty much the same thing, because I know what I, you know, that's what I enjoy. I mean, mm-hmm. I really, that's a pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so taking that into consideration, how would you advise somebody like Christy or um, me who have small children, like, like how would you, how would you feed a family? You know, it's like I could hand my kids a bowl of nuts, they would really just throw them at each other. Right. I mean, they'd eat a few, but... Well, you know, there's kids, you're right, it is a little different. You know, you can make kids like sandwiches, you know, making them sandwiches, but using, maybe using whole wheat bread, you know, and then giving them, you know, turkey, you know, or chicken or tuna, you know, making a big pasta salad, you know, depending, of course, on the age, you know, nothing wrong with peanut butter and jelly, using, using the healthy peanut butter, you know, not the one with the trans fats in it and the sugar. Um, but, you know, there's definitely, you know, healthier things that we can give our kids as well. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, dinner is the same thing, you know, big, you know, big pasta dishes, chicken dishes, fish dishes, you know, rice dishes, you know, but do you, do you always use whole wheat noodles when you cook pasta? I don't. I have to admit that, you know, coming from New York, pasta is very important. <laughs> that a girl. That's my girl. I have to say that I do not use whole grain pasta. I have tried, and I'm like, it messes up the tomato sauce because I'm a big tomato sauce junkie. So I, I just, no, you don't. No. I have to admit. But again, like you said, you know, eat well 80% of the time. You don't have to. Everything I eat is not just perfect, you know. But eat well. I was wondering about that. Everything you ate was perfect or not? No. Yeah, pound on the nutritionist today. (laughs) No, no. I made pasta or spaghetti last night, and I was after I made it. I was looking at it, going, "Oh no! Like, why didn't I use whole wheat pasta?" You know, as I'm feeding it to my kids. You know, it made me feel kind of bad about it. You know, you can try, and I, I really do want to try to switch over. You know, try, there's different brands actually have different flavors. Some of them are a little bit better than others. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, some of them taste nutty and they're chewy and I'm sorry, but it's like, but I think what you said is in moderation is like most of the time we eat the whole wheat pasta and then when we really want that yummy, good, starchy, yummy, tummy um, pasta, then we eat that one. Because it's not every day that you want to have that pasta um, fixed. Well, that's the thing, too. And, you know, making sure with the pasta, you know, either put veggies in it or have a salad, you know. I, I just always try to get people to think, just think salad. You know, and when I say salad, you know, a lot of people don't get bored like a salad. They think of iceberg lettuce and, like, maybe a couple pieces of tomato and a carrot. 
But when I make a salad, I mean, it really, I mean, people, when they will eat at my house, are like, oh, my God, what'd you put in this? I'm like, vegetables? <laughs> I mean, I put so much in it, it is actually a meal in itself. You know, it, it's got a lot of colors, a lot of variety, a lot of flavors, a lot of textures. You know, and it, it really, you know, it's a lot different than your boring salad that, you know, you a lot of restaurants serve, you know, like I said, just the iceberg lettuce. That's not a salad. You know, you know so. what I think? I think Christy and I need to go eat at your house. Yeah. Can you please? Can you please? I mean, not every day. <laughs> yes, every day, every day, every day. But no, but seriously, it's like when you say salad, I'm like, you know, I'm like so uninspired. I mean, I did. Uh, the one thing, Rona, because of you, when I go to the drive-thru now, I mean, I do have my hamburger habit, and I only had, like, one hamburger last week, but instead of getting French fries, I did get the side salad. <laughs> I didn't eat it. <laughs> you got it. That's I did it thing. and brought it home, but it was so uninspiring, because you're right. It was a couple shaved carrots. It was a, you know, bowl of uninspired, wilty white lettuce, and it probably had no nutritional value. I'm surprised they served you because I put your picture up at the drive in the car. <laughs> <laughs> you got to Javier. <laughs> you got to Javier. You have a cooking party. And, um, you know, so learn, you know, what is a good salad, you know? I think so. You know, we could take some pictures and we'll put it up on our blog and, and show what we're doing because I do think, like, Christy, you know, we were talking about that the other day when I was over at your house and we were, like, looking through all these books and stuff, and it's like we're so clueless sometimes. It's hard to know even where to begin, like, to start planning a healthy menu for our families because for me especially, I was raised on, like, meat and potatoes, meat and potatoes. My family was a big meat and potatoes farm community, lots of corn, lots of potatoes, I'm not real meat and potatoes kind of gal, which is shocking that I eat hamburgers and french fries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In their raw state, they hold little or no appeal. But, you know, it's like to change that whole dynamic to have a healthier, like a more Mediterranean diet, I think like we can put ourselves in that child mode and go, you know, we need to model after someone, and we could model after you, Rona, as you cook, and, and we could learn. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, Basically, I mean, we just invited ourselves to your house. We're going to probably bigger than mine. <laughs> well, we could cook here. I mean, that's that, that's cool. I mean, I don't care where we cook as long as we have somebody to, um, you know, kind of model after and see. Because and, Christy and I, we had our tofu fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. And the kids ate the tofu. Yeah, no, but exactly. But if you eat something healthy and it tastes good, you're like, wow. You know, then it's kind of a little bit more motivating. It's true. It's true. And a lot of the recipes that I love that I cook, the good stuff when I do cook and the good stuff, it's all stuff that I learned from friends and family or, you know, going somewhere and trying it and going, wow, this is really good. Right. Yeah. Yep. Good idea. Yeah. Good idea. Any any so. questions, Christy, you want to ask? <laughs> no, no, she's going to no. wait till the show's about to close. <laughs> I know. No, I I'm just looking forward to that because you know I would love to eat salads, good salads, healthy salads. I would like to make my own salad dressing. You know, I want to feed my family healthy. I want to feed them well, and I want them to like what I'm feeding them. And, yeah, because there's and, nothing worse. I'm sorry when you sit in like, and I did this recently. I made, and of course, you know, I'm from the East Coast, Upper East Coast, so I made scallops and shrimp. This beautiful scallop and shrimp. 
medley, and it was delicious. And I was so excited, and I put it down in front of Niles and Fraser, and they were like, ew, I'm not eating this. What's that pink thing? And I'm like, you've been eating scallops and shrimps since you were born. But now that you're in preschool and in grade school, you're not going to eat it anymore. And, you know... It was really disheartening. I was really mad at them. And I understand they're children, and at some point you'll probably hear me yell at them on the air. But it is. It's really disappointing when you make something and your family looks at you like, you know, you just gave them a bowl of caterpillars. I know. Well, that's happened to me, too, last night with the spaghetti, which I made it with turkey meat. I made my own sauce, and it tasted good. And my daughter says, I don't like this. And, you know, my other two boys are, like, wolfing it down. But it's just like, okay, I, I want something that's going to satisfy them all, you know, and then the night before, this is too spicy. I can't eat this. And, and you know, oh, I my God, you know what Max told me this morning? The egg sandwich that I made for him, the egg layer was too thick. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had ham, I had bread, I had layered it, and he says, Mom, the egg layer is a little thick. We well, know how kids are so picky. If you cut the sandwich the wrong angle, they won't eat it. I mean, true. Yeah. It's true. Well, and when we were growing up, Christy, I don't know about you and Rona, it's like, you know, and, and Carrie, Carrie's online here, our Carrie, not the sex Carrie, our Carrie. And it's true. It's like she said, you know, she, she said my mom made us sit there until we eat it. I remember sitting there one time till 7 o'clock at night eating something my mom cooked, you know, until, uh, you know, I couldn't leave the table. I always ate everything. It was my <laughs> I was the little pig. See, oh, see my what God. happened? See, I still am. So oh. my sister wouldn't eat peas, and <gasps> she would. My mom and dad would just put like a, like a little few on there, and she would not eat them. And we had to wait and wait and oh, wait. Oh my God! And I, I should was eat. just like, I'll eat them. I'll, <laughs> eat them. I'll eat them. But you know that was we we did eat everything. You know, because oh. my mom cooked really healthy. Good for food. Us. See, well, and we, had we have a, about one minute till the end of the show, but But I'm going to give advice to any non-pea eaters out there, because I'm a non-pea eater, and any children listening to this radio station, what you do, you roll them under your plate, <laughs> you push your plate down, because they will stick to the bottom of the plate, then you, like a good little girl, you carry your plate to the sink, and the peas are just hiding <laughs> there in the plate, and you just take it in and dump it in the sink. Oh, that's so wasteful. I love peas. Well, for this and other helpful information, <laughs> my name is Sandra Beck, and we're here on Motherhood Talk Radio. The woman laughing in the background is my co-host, Christy Holly, <laughs> who has no questions no at questions. 15 seconds to the end of the show. Rona, thank you again for being on. Shrek, thanks you again for... Thanks you. Shrek, you rock, okay? We'll catch you guys next week. <laughs> Thank you for being a part of Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Christy Holly, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. 